What is up, Flomies? It's time for another edition of the ITF Flowcast. So this week we are interviewing Jared Meese. He's a Flomie out of Idaho. Uh, if you've, you've seen his comments in the group, you know he's always very encouraging. He's always got such good advice. I wanted to have him on just to talk and share with us a little bit about his business growth. You know, he's very similar to me, started in the early 2000s, had to learn a lot of stuff by himself. So as a result, he has an appreciation for networking. We're going to get into a really nice discussion about the different ways networking can help your business, what mistakes to, to avoid, what things uh, make it uh, make it even more valuable for business owners like us who need all the help that we can get. Uh, we also just talk about you know, just running a business, all the different things that you have to set up for, uh, and, and how do you view your business and its value long term? So what are some things that you can do to make sure your business is as valuable and useful to you, not just right now as you're in it and running it, but later on when you're thinking about retirement, what are some things you can do to help your business? So anyways, I think you're going to really like it. A lot of really good information in here. And Jared, just a really nice guy to talk to anyway. So enjoy. Hey, Flomies, it's time for another edition of the ITF Flowcast. So we are happy to have Jared Meese with us. How you doing, Jared? Doing great. Staying warm. Awesome. Awesome. So you are in Idaho, right? So what's the temperature like over there? I uh, I don't check unless it's below <laughs> freezing. <laughs> if it's 40, 45, 50, I'm happy. So you get that short for you guys, right? Yeah, I, I just took off my coat. I'm in the <laughs> office. Um, yeah, I've, I've got layers and I've got heated gloves and I I'm always looking for more reviews on cold weather gloves because I haven't go. found Me one that too, keeps my man. fingers warm. Well, I'm I'm probably not like the best because I, I live in Arizona, so we we're usually pretty warm. But I do like the seal skins. I found that those work pretty well when it gets kind of chilly out here, and you got to work with water. But I, I we're, we're definitely glacier. not dealing with with below freezing too often. It's usually like around the 40s, yeah. 30s, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I do like the seal skins. That's that's the pair that I like to wear for sure. I just bought the I just bought the glacier gloves two weeks ago, and I like them so far. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Well, um, we're we're so glad to have you. You know, you've uh, how long have you been in ITF? It's been not not super long. Uh, a couple years. A couple years. Three yeah. Years. Yeah. Four well, years. I time flies. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I started well, this business seven years ago, and I I think I joined. How long have you been around? <laughs> so ITF. I think it was formed in 2018. Is when it was. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I I'm in the in the window cleaning uh social network so whenever you popped up it's probably right around then right nice well we, yeah. we appreciate your contributions um i i really wanted to talk with you i think you're kind of um you're taking a similar path to i that i did obviously we have different mm -hmm. you know you have networking now as far but you know you you learn how, how long you've been cleaning windows it's been a while right i yeah so i started in 2002 uh i and there's a little story behind that but I uh, started in 2002 in Sacramento, had that business for a couple of years, and we moved to Arizona. I was going to go over that. It, for, we were there 12 years and had a business there, sold that, moved to Boise, and outside of Boise uh, seven years ago, started another business. Very good. So that's Bluebird. Bluebird House Services, is that what it is? Ho home Services. Home services. It, yeah. I started window and carpet cleaning in right. 2002. Uh, we got married. I moved out to Sacramento area, Roseville, for those who know that area. And uh, he ended up not being able to afford mm -hmm. <laughs> keeping an employee. 
we're, we knew nothing about business. Uh, we just started. Um, but I, I did that helped him carpet clean. And then when he couldn't afford me, I thought, well, what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> <laughs> and one of our friends said, what about window cleaning? I thought, eh, no, there's not much money in that. But he, then he came back soon after that and said uh, he put himself through dental school, part-time window cleaning, paid for it. I thought, oh, well, there, there's got to be money. Okay, I'll look at it. And that, that's how I started. So we were in a little apartment, and he let me use his Home Depot squeegee and bucket, and I practiced on my sliding glass door and got my way undercharged first window cleaning job. I think it was $60, <laughs> which now would be – at least 250. Right, right. Yeah. So long ago, far away. That's how I started. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, that's, that was the case with me. I mean, I, I wasn't a businessman. I, you know, it was one of yeah. those things where it kind of, the opportunity fell into my lap. We took it. And, you know, when it, you're just a sole prop, it's just not really as urgent. You know, it's like you can kind of underbid and, yeah, you have a bad day because you, you'd underbid and then you learn and adapt. But once mm -hmm. you start getting crews, once you start hiring, you've got so many factors that if you're not really aware of the extra money now that you're not, that you're spending either in vehicles and, and you know, your everything doubles if you hire one employee, mm -hmm. you know, supplies oh, yeah. to, to advertising. Now you need more work. Um, and then, you know, then you got the, the payroll taxes and then you got the workers comp if you're in an area that Jeez. requires worker yeah. comp. And yeah. So now it's like, if you don't adjust your pricing, you get yourself in a big hole because you're still charging the same amount as when you were by yourself, but your expenses has, has just jumped skyward. So when I first hired my first guy, um, he was only with me for six months and then he quit and I, I didn't rehire mm -hmm. for a while because it scared me off at how much yeah. less I was making. But then it just got to where I was killing myself and I just, I can't, I can't keep going in this way. I have to hire. I got to figure out how to hire right. You know? Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of the new companies here have an advantage because they have the, the networking, which we'll talk about in a, a little bit. Um, you know, they can get the the advice if they're willing to to listen to it and, and avoid some of those mistakes that that guys like us make because we just don't know, you know. Yeah. And nobody's That's... teaching. So you have to you have to go find it. Well, no. we did at least when we started. We had to go find it. Now it's kind of it's almost in your face. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You can just spend hours doing that researching. Yep. It's available. And then the challenge becomes whittling down to what, what is really deserves your time. You know, what's going to be the, mm -hmm. best, the best use of your time to, of all these, all these tools, yeah. and all these uh, uh, classes and, and books and advice that you really, you know, you should give to. So, and we can, we can definitely talk about that, but you see, I, you, you, oh, sorry, go ahead. You got a point. I was going to say, I'd love to, I know I came and visited you a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I really I, appreciate that. I, yeah. Oh no, I, it's, I, I really wanted to, and it, our schedule is so tight. I wanted to spend half a day and I, at some point would like to come back because I'd love to see how you operate. Yeah. Um, because you have a great operation and I, anyway, I, I wish I had more time, but yeah, another just, time. <laughs> I, I wanted to take you out to lunch, you know, just so that we could spend some more time yeah. talking rather than just working and talking, which which was fine. I and mean, I I enjoyed, you know, you hanging out with me for sure. It made the day go by fast, and and it's always nice to just talk shop with someone who who knows what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, definitely come down or, or I, I'll go visit you when, when it's not winter in Idaho. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best time. Some, I've got gloves. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a, I'll make a trip up there, visit you and, and visit Greg Reed and, and, uh, uh, that'd be awesome. My man, poor man out there. Uh, you know, <laughs> that'd be uh, good. We'll all, we'll all have some fun, but, um, yeah, so you, you, you wouldn't move to Arizona, you said, and, and what, what yeah. they made that move. We wanted to buy a house. We didn't have any money. Uh, we lived, we lived in a wealthy part of Northern Sacramento area. We didn't have $800,000 to buy a house. And uh, which was great for business because it bigger. Did, houses, did you check but... the cushions in the couch first before you decided? <laughs> we do we even have a couch? I, <laughs> yeah, we we were very very poor. We had rice and beans, and sometimes if we were lucky, some butter in the in the fridge. I mean, we oh, were, man. we had nothing, nothing. Yeah, so uh, we we wanted to buy a house. Uh, we thought, okay, we'll move to Arizona and buy a house and move back in a couple of years or something like that. And then 08 happened and mm. we were stuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I Man, thought, well, I I'll just start another friends. business. I, I don't know if you had one of those, uh, um, what are those loans called? Those ones that jumped up at the end. Oh um, yeah. Those, uh, there's a name for it, but anyway, Oh yeah. Friends who really got, they got really upside down on those. Um, too many people did. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was a nightmare. Yeah. I, we, we didn't own, oh, actually we did own at the time. We, we, no, no, I take it back. We bought after that. We bought in 2009. Um, we had been uh, renting that, that time. And then we found out we were going to have our daughter and it was right after the crash. So it, all the prices were low. Everyone was just desperate just to dump their houses. And yeah. we had, a, um, we found this one little cute house, which we still live in. We've been here for 14 years now. And the, awesome. the, the gentleman who owned it, unfortunately, he had passed away. His family was all in California. They didn't want to have to deal with it. It had been on the market for like eight months. No one had even touched it. And we just swooped in. Uh, our realtor was awesome. He was like, look, if we're ever, if you're ever going to make a lowball offer right now is the time to make a lowball offer. So we huh. did it. And, and I mean... <laughs> Our, our mortgage is 525. I mean, that's like, wow. Where, where are you going to nice. find that? You know, it's like people are always like, oh, you should, <laughs> you should sell it and, and get the equity. I'm like, yeah, but then, then we'll have a mortgage for, you know, for, well, yeah. uh, you know, a, a thousand to, you know, 12,000, 1200. Oh, more than that. Yeah. So it's like, we, we're just going to get this paid off here and then have a nice house that we don't have to worry about a mortgage. Yeah. People are paying two, three grand and more yeah. mortgage payment. It's like move to Alaska. I, so much stress i can't imagine paying two three grand a month uh-uh. it's asinine <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 really nuts. no thanks so you, yeah. you were, so you're here in arizona did you do windows here yeah, yeah yeah did window i did carpet there too uh okay. carpet and tile and and some flood work and and i've i'm i was listening to uh the, oh shoot it was just yesterday the add podcast oh yeah with um, uh chris Chris Hartley. Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris. That's right. Uh, that was, yeah, I, I listened to it and, and I paused it cause I was at a job and I forgot to turn it back on. And so I finished it yesterday and I thought there are probably a lot of people with ADD yeah. <laughs> cleaning windows. Yeah. And that was the case for me. And so I, I not only started uh, window cleaning again, but I got into other things because I hate doing just one thing. Right. Uh, so we did, we, we got into some carpet cleaning, some tile cleaning and a little bit of flood work. 
Um, yeah, I had that business for, I don't remember. We were there 12 years. I was also in law enforcement in Arizona. Okay. <clears throat> because that, what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> and that was an option that came up and I took it. Um, and started, a, yeah, started a business, sold it in, geez, I, I should have looked up these dates. Um, anyway, we were there 12 years. I had a business there for less than 12 years. So seven, eight years, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then moved out here. So, so what so made I, you move to Idaho? I didn't like the heat. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you went to yeah. the opposite place that yeah, the inverse the of opposite. Arizona. Huh? I, yeah. I, I love the desert has its own beauty Yeah, uh, that I appreciate from a distance. So we were there for, it, cause I was complaining every year Yeah, and, and uh, I, I, I either need to stop complaining or I need to move. Yeah, yeah. Uh so we moved. Well, we we had a guy who I mean he he's been in Arizona his whole life and um really good window cleaner. I mean we loved having him in our crew. And fortunately, he started new medication earlier this year and one of the side uh-huh. effects is he does not do well with heat. And oh. the guy man, he just he just suffered and he just was kept asking me I I can only, I can only work to like one or two. I can't work past that. And then he's like, well, I need more yeah. hours. And I'm like, well, you're kind of tying my hands here. You know, I can't <laughs> work I can't at midnight. Hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, if I had more commercial work, I absolutely would have used him that way. He probably would have been fine, but he, he did end up moving to Oregon just because it was, okay. it was untenable what he was trying to do and, and he couldn't provide for his family, you know? So well, shoot, I, he can move uh, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll hire him. <laughs> yeah. So I, he's he's doing. I, I checked in with him. He's doing a lot better up there. So I'm I'm really happy. With that. But I was sad sad to lose him. But yeah, the heat does. If you're not prepared for it, and I always kind of get nervous when I have a guy move in, um, like in March April, because mm-hmm. it's just starting to warm up, but it's it's not hot, you know. So you get kind of a false sense of security, and yeah. uh, then the summer hits, and it's like if you're not if your body's not acclimated to it. It, it you can get sick you know i've had some guys gotta, get sick on the job and have to leave at one or two because they just can't take the heat you know geez well you're baking against the glass mm-hmm. yeah you get it both it's ways. hot just yeah it's hitting your neck and then it's also bouncing off and hitting your face you know so yeah and then it's god forbid you got to be in a room that's all glass <laughs> You know, and you're just, you're just yeah. in, a, in a heat box there trying to get these windows clean and the water's evaporating faster than you can, you can squeegee it. And uh, anyways, that's, that's okay. enough of my complaint, but <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. I, I learned to clean with two hands in yes, Arizona. Very, yeah. and it, you clean with hot water. So it comes out faster, better. Yeah. Yeah. Not the same I, here. I, 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 in my social media, I often post pictures of me cleaning hot just, just to help people know, because yeah, you know, they, they come in and they think they used to working in heat, you know, to, to have a hot window. And I'm like, no, you guys don't know what it's like to have a hot window. Yeah. This is a hot yeah. window. This is as soon as you wet, it's, it's evaporating. <laughs> it's so gone. you've got to, you've got to go, you know, at the same time and at the same rate and not leave streaks. Cause you can't wipe it with your rag because you're going to leave marks yeah. and you're going to yeah. have to just do it over again. So um, yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of learning. So you're, you're up in Idaho now you've got your, you got your, uh, business established. Um, so uh-huh. what are some of your goals for growth right now as, as far as, uh, your, your company and, and, you know, and your family in general, what you, what you want to accomplish? Yeah, well, they, they definitely go hand in hand for us, especially we, we started, uh, yeah, about seven years ago. Um, and it was just me. I love working by myself. And I think 
I think most people are going to agree with that. Uh, but I'm getting older. I can't do it forever. Yeah. And so at some point I need to hire. So what, what we did is we, we've been networking and I love, I'm a big, big, huge believer in networking. If nothing else, just for knowledge and understanding and the community mm-hmm. and all that, because they're all inter- interconnected. Uh, so we were working, networking with a cleaning company who also did handyman work and some other ser- related services. And we would refer jobs to each other, network with each other. Um, they actually bought one of our vans when we moved up here. So that's how we got connected. Nice. And we just continued, yeah, our business relationship after that. And about two, two and a half years ago, we thought, why don't we just combine? Mm. Because that makes a lot of sense. We're in the same houses and it will be much easier to, to uh, share the weight, share the load. And then uh, from that, we can also offer an all-inclusive service program. So, right. So the the idea is I bring in my carpet, window, pressure wash, gutter, all that related experience. He brings in his handyman, which is really needed also, housekeeping um, and other and sprinkler work and other related services. And we offer memberships to homeowners. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So that we, we were real excited to get that going, get started. And COVID happened. <laughs> almost right after that oh, of so <laughs> yeah we thought well what are we gonna get into so we we really buttoned a lot of stuff down and just wanted to see where this was gonna go we we right. kept working yeah uh, i i think we had a week week and a half of dip in schedule and that's it after that wow. it was right back that's really good yeah good. yeah the diversity is really good but it's it, it you know tree roots you can go wide or go deep and if you go both you grow slower but i like that yeah um you can you can include gutters you can include pressure wash and some other things to windows that's related mm-hmm. but i like i like offering a few other services too so so that's anyway sorry go ahead no no that's 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 what i was, I was looking for so you um I, I think what you mentioned is very important. I, I don't think a lot of people, how, how old are you, by the way? 45. 45. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm 49. I'm getting shorter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was at the doctor's today and I, I used to be six one and apparently I'm only six feet now. And oh, so no. my life is changed. Now, now you can't dunk I don't know. What happened? <laughs> he lost yeah. that inch. Oh, I, oh I, I got heavier. I stopped dunking a while ago. <laughs> yeah. That would be fantastic. Someday. I'll be I'll be bionic and I'll be able to do all the things. There you I've go. There you go. I've been well, able to do. When we have our knee replacements, we're going to put some springs in there so we get a get Amen. a little lift. <laughs> <laughs> Add a couple inches to my height too. <laughs> well, we, we you know we, we ha- you have to think about the future and and I think when you own you know you you work for you know it used to be where everybody had a pension right you work for a company you get a yeah. pension and then you, you're just automatically that's your retirement plan along with social security it supplements your pension. But nowadays, it's like the, the social security is the retirement. I mean, there's very yeah. few companies that offer a pension anymore. So you've got to plan your own retirement, um, yeah. investing and in, in all that. But with when now, when you're a home service person, and you are the you are the labor, um, yeah, you you've you've got to now start gearing your business if that's your plan to to use your business to support your your retirement 
you know, you've got to start uh, uh, planning for that. And that means that it's the absence of you in a number of areas. One, it's absence of you in labor, absence of you in scheduling, absence of you in advertising, absence of you handling all the other day-to-day, you know, customer complaints, uh, networking, representing your company, other things, you know, making the decisions of the company that you have to make. Um, And so that's a lot of work. So if you get started after an injury or after your back gives out, (laughs) you know, uh, you're in trouble because you're playing a lot of catch up. So now is the time to start planning for that, you know, and and if, if you, so now some people have the plan, Hey, when I can't do it anymore, I'm just dumping my business. I'm all, it's gone. It's done. And, and and that is someone's right. But I think, I don't think people, enough people appreciate that your business is an asset. Your business is, it's an investment that you've made over how many, however many years you spent building it. And this, this has value to it. So you can either have value in selling it, which means you have to get your business in a saleable situation or by having it continue to run, but just, you're no longer doing a lot of the things that you used to, and other people are doing it. So both of those cases, you've got homework to do to get your business in shape to do that. And it's good to hear that you're already there thinking about that and wanting to plan for it. Yeah, that's our plan. Our plan has has changed several times, but before COVID, we planned on um, replacing me with the cleaning side. And then I just back out a little more. Then I go into the management and then eventually replace me in management. And then I back out a little more and then replace me in the next position and and so on. Yeah. And make, making the business sellable as as soon as possible. And what we love about the memberships is that on average or statistically it, it, there's a, there's enough to back it up at least to where if you make, if you make uh, a business uh, into a more of a membership program, it's seven times more That's valuable. It. So we've been really, it's been tough because the COVID thing, we, we had problems with staffing. Everybody had problems with staffing. It's gotten a little better because everything's really expensive now. So people are having to look for work. Yes. <clears throat> so second, th- sometimes third jobs or part-time jobs, which we are happy to take on. But, yeah. uh, it's it's now where do we go from here so next year we have some stuff lined up to where we're going to be able to hire at least one maybe two more trucks nice i would like to have two trucks in addition to what we have out on we don't have a whole lot out on the road now but two more trucks that will mean that i can step off of the truck at least most of the time if not part of the time depending on how much expenses go up i have to keep working a little bit more but Mm -hmm. uh, we just kind of play it by ear but that's that's the goal because me being on the truck is very expensive yes because yeah anything that's a that's a that's an hourly job i shouldn't be doing and when you first start you have to even Mm -hmm. for maybe a two three four years Mm -hmm. but yeah that's the goal is uh continue growing the memberships and get at least one in the first, hopefully first, second quarter of next year, just depending on how fast things come through yes. and then adding a second truck, hopefully next year also. Nice. In addition. I, I just want to want to stress that because I think this is an important point. A lot of people don't really know or understand 
until it happens and then it's too late. So if you yeah. if you have the idea that you're going to sell your business, that you're going to work and work and work, and then you're finally ready to retire and you're going to sell your business for a million dollars or whatever you think your business is worth, um, there's important things. So like what you said, when you have contracts, when you have... Uh-huh when you have packages that you're selling that people are paying on a regular basis, that is way more valuable to a potential buyer than someone who just has a customer list. And I don't think people understand that. If you don't have contracts on your customers and you want to sell your business, all you are selling is a customer list. And that really does not have value. I mean, it does have value obviously, but there's no guarantees that person who spent all that money recognizes that, Hey, every single person on this list can decide not to use me and there's nothing I can mm-hmm. do. About it. So they, they're not going to want to pay full price for this because it's not that they're, they're essentially trusting in your ability to communicate to your clients that, Hey, it's worth it to use this new person who I'm selling to because they're whatever they're good. And that's a lot yeah. of trust, right? <laughs> that's a lot yeah. of trust. Yeah. And I, I've, I've purchased that way and, and it's worked out, you know, a couple of times, but it really depends on that previous owner and what kind of relationship they have, but there's a lot of risk and, and typically investors are not wanting to, to take on a lot of risk. Yeah. Um, so if you can have packages, well, one have packages. So in other words, customers are used to paying amount, an amount every single month or quarterly, however you do it. And you're like, I like the term you use membership, being in a a membership, Mm -hmm. people are reluctant to end something that they're already in. If something's already working, they don't want to. And that has value. That has value because now if the new person comes in and says, oh, this is the new owner, but they're going to honor what you're already doing. You're not going to see any difference. Oh, okay. Oh, well, as long as I'm not going to see a difference, they don't care. They're sending money. Yeah. As long as the same service and same quality and same value is coming, they're fine. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing that's important is if you have, if you are out of the labor pool and you're out of the management pool, um, when they buy that business, it's intact already. So they're not going to have to come in and hire a general manager or hire all all this because you were a big part of the labor. Now they have to find someone who can do what you did. And that's, that's hard. You can't just find someone off the street to do something that an owner who's owned the business for 10, 15 years can do. That's a huge ask. So, so if you can say, Hey, I'm no longer working in the field, but I, all the workers that the employees that are doing what they've always done are here for you. That's, that's very attractive to a new buyer, right? Because they're like, Hey, this is a turn, a turnkey business. I come in, all I'm doing is stepping in and doing all the behind the scenes stuff that customers don't see anyways. Right. Exactly. And so, so that if, if your goal is when I retire, I'm going to sell my business there's a lot of homework you've got to do first to make it attractive and to increase the value of your investment. And um, just, just be aware of that so that when you, it is time to sell and you have no choice, you know, you're not caught off guard. I, I had one guy in our area. Um, I don't know. I may have even told you this when you're we down here. I don't remember, but he was in an area of town that I wanted to get into. And he asked, he asked, he said, I'm, I'm wanting to quit how much will you sell your, or buy my business for? And I put an offer and he kind of laughed at it. Yeah. Just, oh, no, no. This is like, you know, I think he wanted to sell it for like $100,000 or something like that. And I was like, oh, man. And he was bringing sorry. in 80. And the, I'm like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not paying $100,000 for this, man. I, I said, I can't. I just, no way, you know. It's your so baby. He's like, okay. Know, well, I'm no. going to, I'm going to put it to a, to a broker, you know, and I'll get it sold. So that's fine. You know, hey, don't worry. So I, I, I get it. 
Well, then I seen him like a year and a half later and he's still cleaning windows. And I said, Hey, what happened? Mm. I thought you were going to sell it. And he's like, Oh, I couldn't sell it. I couldn't find anybody to buy it. And long story short, he ended up selling to me under what I had originally offered to buy the, the business. Wow. Um, and it was because at that time I didn't want to buy. <laughs> I was, I, you know, I, back when I first asked, I was interested, but I wasn't, but he needed to unload it. And so yep. I, he gave me a better price just so that I would, just so that I would buy it. So uh, th that's the moral of the story. He did not have his business set up to be an attractive buy. Yeah. And, and there was, there was no guarantees in that. And so when it came down to it, he had to unload it for way less than what he thought it was worth. So, yeah. Well, if he wants to sell it for a hundred thousand and I think, well, for 30,000 in advertising, I can get what you have. That's exactly in a year. what I told him. That's Why would exactly. I spend a hundred and your tools are already used? Yes. There's, there's nothing of real value. I mean, that's your baby from the mm -hmm. beginning. You created it, but yeah, that's it. That's, that's yeah. your story. <laughs> I can't take on your story. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's, there's no way, there's no yeah. way I would, and people get, person they get attached i remember my first business it was my baby yeah but it but my second one in arizona the guy who bought it was my right hand guy he had his own business but i had a lot within six months i had to hire i did a lot of lawn signs <laughs> a lot um and and so he ended up uh buying it for me and just paying me monthly for a year nice because he couldn't afford it but it was a little tighter. It was, a, it was just me and him and a few other people occasionally for bigger jobs. And so I was able to introduce him to the high ticket clients one at a time. Right. And they're already familiar with them. So, yeah. no, the one that I bought, different. I did pay, um, I think it was like 10,000 for it. Um, and he, it was a small company, but just like what you said, he he had such a tight relationship with all of his clients who he knew well and there was some high ticket items in there too you know some big buildings that he in fact one that's our still our biggest client that we have um that we clean and um he, he did he we personally introduced me to the 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 people who are the project managers or, or you know property yeah. managers we the the um I got introduced on, on the major residential, you know, jobs that he had, that he wanted to, wanted to make sure that I got. Um, and it, it was just a very deliberate, you know, careful process on that transition. And so that that's value because that's, you know, that increases the odds. And, and we did, we kept, I think 90% of those jobs on that, on that deal. That's great. Yeah. And that's, that's over the long term. That's not just at that initial thing at the initial stage. I think mm -hmm. we kept, like 90, 98, 96% of those jobs, you know, it was very high wow. and, uh, and just lost a few over, over the years. But uh, so that there's work that's involved if, if you're wanting to sell. And, and that's just the point. It, it, we, you can't fall into the trap of thinking, Oh, I have this item and I can just easily sell it. Like I would a car or a house, mm -hmm. you know, the, the value is in, uh, one, the maintenance of it, the setup of it, and also the the work that's that's people are willing to take in the transition. And uh, um, you know, yeah, yeah you got got to think about that stuff because you can lose a lot of money and a lot of your personal investment into something if you if you're not careful on that. And that's the good and bad of Windows is for four hundred dollars when I first started in O two that I. I probably still have one or two tools from then <laughs> for $400. I was set. I was king of everything. I, I could buy everything I wanted 
uh, I had all the professional squeegees and everything else. And I did my research and 400 bucks. I was set for a long, for yeah. probably two, three years at least. Sure. sure. Yeah. And it's a, it's an easy startup. And so it, with carpet cleaning, you can easily drop hundred thousand dollars. Um, I mean, just bare minimum, 20,000 minimum. Mm-hmm. So the commitment level is a lot higher with carpet. Uh, when window cleaning, you're, you're spending a couple bucks a day. Yeah. So minus gas. Yeah. So people view it, I think just whether instinctively or, or it's just not there, you've got to see it properly, not as a hobby. So yeah, I think that's where a lot of it comes from. For sure. And, and you know, and, and window cleaning can be a very nice side hustle. It absolutely can be. Oh, very nice. Yeah. If you've, if you've like got the- a job that, that works for your family, but you need to make a little extra money and you want to do windows on the weekend. It, it fits really nicely with that. It absolutely does. Yeah. What I worry about, and is this is, I, I feel like an old man every time I bring it up uh, with the TikTok culture and, and the people on there, you know, every time I see a, a window cleaning video, it's like, Hey, make a thousand dollars a day tomorrow. Uh-huh. Just go to Home Depot, buy this and that. And Hey, you're set You yeah. know, knock on some doors. And, um, I, it just, it makes me sick because I know, I feel like my, my DMS are constantly with new people saying, Hey, I just went and bought my first bit of equipment. I'm trying to get into the window cleaning. What advice do you have for me? And I'm like, don't do that. That question alone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a red flag, you know? And it's, it's like, uh, cause you don't want to discourage people at the same time. You know, you want to support anybody who's got hustle and who wants to to do something the problem is is you see them going in with excitement mm-hmm. but you question whether they actually have the desire or even the stomach to do what it actually takes to be a real business owner not someone yeah. who go because i you know the first thing i tell them is say okay well first thing you need to know a quarter of everything you need to make goes into the bank because that's taxes it's not like work where they automatically take your taxes out and you never see it. You just get the paycheck. You're now responsible for that. So that's the number one thing. Yeah. Get a bank account separate from your personal account. Everything you make from that business puts in there. And then every week you pull out a quarter of that and put it in the savings account. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the discipline to do that, don't get into business because you're going to get yourself in trouble with taxes, you know? And then that's, that's where I say, read some you. books. Yeah, read some <laughs> books. I mean, le- learn about what actual business is. Because I mean, I didn't. I didn't know what I was doing, you know, now I, I didn't view it as a side hustle. This was, it was going to provide for my family. So I did take that part seriously. I understood there was work involved, but um, you know, and the second thing I tell them is just, man, there's so much work you do that you don't get paid for. There's so much time from just decisions being made to answering calls and making appointments and then doing your books at the end of the day or week or however you, you arrange it. Um, you're, you're doing stuff that you don't see any money for, you know, everyone sees the, the fanning yeah. in, the, in the videos, and then they see the, the guy get the paycheck in their hand, you know, or they're flashing around cash. They don't see the late nights that you're trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to get my work next week? You know, where am I, what should I advertise in? What neighborhood should I go in? Um, all of that stuff is, is work you know, and it's not, yeah. it's not glamorous at all. So, you know, if you're going in just for the quick buck, it's just kind of a rude yeah. oh. for a lot of these young guys. You can answer questions till, till you die. Cause there are going to be a million of them. And that's where it's, I'd say E-Myth, read E-Myth, read. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of good ones where you, you're still thinking like an employee, take that's a week, it. 
and read this book and change who you are. Yes. And you're going to continue to change and it's going to hurt every time you change. Yes. It's not easy. It sucks. But we can all enjoy and embrace the suck together because we all have to go through it. Yeah. It's well, the tough. One, the one that really helped me, at least for the, the financial side, was uh, Profit First. And, profit and First, read, very good. Yeah. When I read Profit First, I, I didn't do I didn't institute everything in Profit First, but what it, how it benefited me was not stop thinking because what I would do is I'd make the money and then immediately pour all that money back into the business, which is fine in some cases, right? When you're trying to grow and, and you need certain things like that. But what I would find is that at the end of the day, I'm paying myself like not, not minimum, but yeah. like I could, get, I could work at, at, you know, get a job as a manager at a fast food place and make more money than what I'm doing and work less and have less yeah. stress. And yeah. so I, I had to kind of take a step back and say, oh yeah, why am I doing this? Why am I dumping so much money back into the company, into things that probably I don't need, you know, that that's not necessary. And, and once I started viewing it that way as no, the business is for me and my family. It's not for that, just for the business to exist. Um, then we started seeing more return on our, our investment of time and effort, you know, that's uh, good. But, but again, that's, it goes, it's very counterintuitive when you're, like you said, it's your baby, right? And you want this business yeah. to succeed and, you, and you're, you you know, want, want your brand to, to, you know, have a good feeling towards it. Um, it's very easy to lose sight of the actual reason why you have a business and, and that's yeah. to provide for your family, you know, and yourself. You care. Yeah. You care for the business, but your business is a cold hearted machine. <laughs> it just wants, it only cares about numbers. That's it. Yeah. 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 It just wants numbers. That's I, I, numbers in numbers out. Yeah. I, I just had a conversation with an employee and nice guy. I really like him a lot, but he's just very slow. Um, and, uh, he can't figure it out. I can't figure it out either. Um, I've just never had anybody who had, was an experienced window cleaner who had difficulty keeping up with our schedule, you know, but huh. I, I liked him a lot. He had a lot of good quality, but we're talking and he kept, you know, keeps bringing up like, well, I've got this quality. I've got this quality. I said, you absolutely do. Absolutely. And that's why I like you. And that's why I want to try and work with you. But the numbers, <laughs> the bottom line yeah. is the numbers are what justify your paycheck. So if you're yeah. not justifying that paycheck, how can I can you continue paying you? You know, I can't, yeah. you know, it has Maybe nothing just... to do with, with my feelings. It has nothing to do with, with how I view you as a person. It has everything to do with the numbers. So you, you've got to, they got to justify that. The business pays you. I don't pay you personally. The business yeah. pays you. So there's yeah. got to be some type of way to make it work, you know? Commission. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Commission <laughs> is one way. You want to make more or move faster. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that is one way for sure. For sure. And I know yeah, a lot of guys. We really all have like to do commission. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. So you, one of the things too, that you um, excel in and, and one that I, I've, I've used in the past, I, I think I'm using it way more now is, is networking. Obviously we have the social media networking. Um, I do, I've started to do a lot more networking here in person as my business has grown. I found that's kind of the next move for my company is the in-person networking and doing, mm -hmm. getting to know other business owners, uh, people in similar, you know, in, in, in um, uh, fields that complement the type of work that I do. Uh, so why don't, why don't you share with us how you've used networking uh, and how that's helped you with your reaching your goals for growth? It, I, I've always done it. I'm trying to remember when I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, 
Jeez. As far as goal, well, there's a I there's a saying, and maybe you'll remember you'll know who it's from, but um, it's it's pretty common. You you meet the needs of others, they'll meet the needs of you. Mm. They'll meet your needs or something along those lines. And it's true. I've always found it to be true and I've used it, utilized that. And I'm, I really am doing it to benefit them because I like helping. I had a lot of people help me along the way. The guy who helped me get started taught me how to clean windows with the pull method, which I don't do anymore. But from that, from that beginning, um, I, from the beginning, I've always had people help because I'm, I'm, I want to learn. Uh, and I feel like I can say thank you to all of those who have helped me in the past by giving back. That sounds like, uh, kind of bland, but it's true. So I, I like doing that. And, and out of that, it's just organically been very beneficial to us because like, um, I was trying to hop on the, on the call here. And then right before then is a, is a carpet guy that I helped out. Who's given me a job. Right. And I, I'm just helping. He's a new guy, uh, getting into carpet cleaning. I, I'm helping him out and, and happy to network with him. And, and now he's giving me work. So it's, that's just how it goes. I don't know if that answers the question, but yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's what ITF has been based on. You know, when we first formed it, uh, it was meant to be a, a, a place where people could go ask questions, offer up their insight and their their advice and, and help others, you know, have a range of both new people, you know, new business owners to experienced business owners, uh, you know, and, and it, that's what it's really grown. It's grown into more than that, for sure. Uh, but I, I think when we started, you know, in the early 2000s, um, I mean, I... It, if I didn't work with someone physically, I didn't learn anything from anybody. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had to just figure it out. And a lot of the, the things I figured out, some of it worked, but other times I'd get in front of, you know, I'd work on a big project with a couple other window cleaners and I'd watch them. And then I'd be like, Oh man, I'm doing it all wrong. (laughs) I'm Uh, making this way harder for myself than, than I need to. You know, yeah, that's why I wanted to spend more time when I was down there. Cause I like, okay, I know I'm doing some stuff that's just stupid. So maybe he'll help me. <laughs> <laughs> but now we have that right now. We have that ability yeah. to ask. Um, there, there's so many people who have videos, you know, and there are various d- degrees of, of, uh, uh, you know, helpfulness, but some of the, the long time guys, you know, you see, you, you can just log on to YouTube and see techniques or watch people. Hey, this is how I handle this problem, or this is the equipment I use. And, and you know, you kind of just get a little bit more data for yourself to kind of learn. And, and if you yeah. see someone do something that you think you might try, you can try it. It's like no harm, no foul, right? It works great. If it doesn't, it, then you just don't do it again. And I, I can remember I, there was one guy who in my area who was really, really experienced. He retired a long time ago, but I got a chance to work with him and he wasn't real. Like he didn't say like, Hey, watch me. I'll show you how to do this. It was kind of more, he was just there to get the job done, but I learned yeah. so much from him. Um, and, and I would ask him questions and he'd answer. Like I said, he wasn't super eager to teach, but just by virtue of being around him and watching him, I made so many changes to my technique, to how I fanned, you know, I had just taught myself how to fan. Um, and, and I had a lot of bad habits that had seeped in. I was having really trouble leaving lines in the middle of the pain and I would just wipe uh-huh. it down. 
instead of trying to t- get my technique better. I just bad memories. That, oh, yeah, I'm going to leave that streak. I just that, that's just what I do now, you know. And, and and I watched him, and I was like, oh, that's how you don't leave the streak. And I then I worked on it on myself, you know. But uh, so many people have these things at their fingertips now that if you don't take advantage of it, you're wasting really good opportunities that a guy like me back then would have killed to have, you know, to yeah. to see so many different options, you know, and learn from it. Jeez. I'm remembering I started with one squeegee. I didn't know where to get the squeegee rubber and I, and I had a chamois. Now that I'm remembering, I, I started with the chamois. That was how I clean windows. I still know guys Pretty. who don't use chamois and they love them. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't like them so much, but no, they, I don't. They swear by them. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know about anything else in the but window then, cleaning world. With me, I, I almost don't like a new rubber until it's about three days in because I, yeah, used, yeah. I used to use my rubber. <laughs> so I, I used it till it was unrecognizable and then I'd flip it and get another, yeah, yeah. get another week out of it. <laughs> the heads are all, the heads are all, you know, rounded and, but I just learned how to do it because I, I couldn't afford to be buying rubbers all the time, you know? Yeah. And, you snip and the you ends, push work. harder and. <laughs> push harder that's exactly what i would do and and, and yeah. it worked it did fine you know and it's <laughs> like, like now i see these i hired this one kid and and he's like using rubber and then i see him in the middle of the job flipping i'm like what are you flipping it for Jeez, no <laughs> you know, they, they're just draining <laughs> through my rubbers and i'm like hey hey hey, hey. You're <laughs> slow down now. to use this <laughs> but, yeah yeah memories yeah no it's very good and now what do you do you do local networking as well yeah um we do i and that's another reason i need to be off the truck Mm -hmm. uh because i'm on too much but um yeah i i network with i i don't want to say i i network with i i guess everybody would be beneficial so i i do network with everybody I'm trying to think of an industry that wouldn't be beneficial to network with, but I can't think of one. So yeah, I, I, I network with everybody. Plus everybody is a homeowner. They know somebody. Um, and I, I try and see how I can bring value to that mm-hmm. relationship because if it's just for me, that relationship's going to die. Yeah. So, and that's just a waste of time. I'd yeah. rather have a relationship that's going to mean something, even if it's just part-time where we touch base every quarter or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, because if it's not mutually beneficial. So when I go into a, when I go into contact somebody, I, I want to know how I can benefit them. Um, and what, what I bring to the table, cause it's a relationship. So you yes. have to have it go both ways. Otherwise it's just one sided. They feel burnt out or you feel burnt out and it's just done. Yes. And you don't talk after that. Yep. So, so I, if you can't think of anything, I'd spend some time doing that before you reach out to them and, and at least just get to know them. Yes. Uh, and as far as networking, it after that, they know what you do. Things just come in organically. I don't. I don't think I ever have asked for a job. I'm sure I have at some point, but they they want to help because you're there helping them. Yes. And so it just and, it comes in. And there's a right way to do networking, and there's definitely wrong ways to do a networking. Yeah. I think the the, the experiences I've not liked is when you go into a, a networking, either a group or however, or oh, yeah. if it's one-on-one and they're selling to you uh-huh. and, 
I think that's the the miss. Uh, that's a one way relationship. That's a, that's and it's a short term relationship because if yeah. they if you don't buy from them, guess what? Yep. That's the last they hear from you. So it has to be like you said, a mutually beneficial arrangement. Hey, you know, I I run across a bunch of people who you know need need well you say carpet cleaning you know uh, i'm sure when you're carpet cleaning you, you look and see there's they got dirty windows you know especially if it's uh-huh. a for sale job you know people are getting ready to sell hey that's a perfect client for me they probably haven't had their windows done they, they need it done so that the house can look nice you know and, and then yeah. that way it's now kind of reciprocal so it's worth them yeah. to keep you in mind because they know that you're going to keep them in mind and it's that type of, of I'm in BNI. Uh, I, I am in a local BNI group here, and that's a, that's a big networking you know organization throughout yeah. the world, really. But one of their their mottos is "givers gain," right? So if you give the business to someone else, it will you will get gain business in return. And if you don't have that givers gain mentality when it comes to networking, you're just basically out there begging for work. That's all you yep. do. Yeah, you can do that anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, if you want if you want to establish a referral uh, funnel, then that's when you need to to kind of grease the wheels for that by giving them work and looking for opportunities yeah. to get them work. And, and yeah. now you've got a continual funnel of referrals, uh, um, and, and and that's that's the technique that you have to do it. But it, you can't go in with the selfish hey. I'm going to go in here and get all these people to clean, you know, to, to use us for their windows. You've got to go in like, Hey, like what you said, okay, here's a, a lawyer. Well, gosh, how am I going to figure out how I can refer people to his practice? You know, well, when uh-huh. I'm in, I'm listening, their customers are often telling me what's going on in their life. If they mentioned they were in a car accident and they don't know what to do. Oh, Hey, I know someone who might be able to help you out, you know, and, 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 and customers like knowing someone they trust who can refer them to people who are quality, you know? Yeah. So because you're asking, Oh, go ahead. No, no. I like the lawyer, for example. Okay. What do you specialize in? I'm in a lot of homes. I talk to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so if there's a way I can benefit and I I don't say it in a pandering way, but they know if, Mm -hmm. if I think they're a good person, I'm happy to help them out. Yes. And then the relationship could start and build from there. Yeah. Uh, so it's not, I'm going to throw you all the work, no matter what, like, what do you specialize in? What are you good at? What do you like to do? I, I want to know a little bit about them. And I've cut ties to people I network with in the past. Cause it was, it started to become one-sided. Okay. Well I'll find someone who appreciates <laughs> yeah, who wants to help out like some mutual stuff, you know? Yeah, and sure. I, I'm, I'm not looking for that return, but I'm, I'm sure it'll come in at some point. Uh, so I, if, if they never keep me in mind, try and keep me in mind if you could. Yeah. And, and I think the other, the other part of that coin is if you do get a referral, you've got to take care of that customer. You know, you've got, oh, yeah. you've got to go beyond because if you, if someone goes out of their way to refer their client to you and then you don't return their calls or you do a crappy job or it feels rushed or you didn't have good customer service you're never getting another referral from that person again. <laughs> so you yeah. just worked really hard to, to get this relationship and now you ruined it because you didn't, you didn't fulfill your end of the deal, which was giving yeah. service to their client, you know, so you got to be willing to do that. Yeah, no, exactly. It's just being a normal, good person. <laughs> and yeah. A lot of people want to, 
I got a business, I got to start selling and they, and they see a very narrow and one sided and it's just, just go do good stuff. That's it. Go do, go do. That's a good way to do good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep it simple enough. Keep it simple. <laughs> yeah. Keep it simple. Very good. Awesome, man. Well, we're just about out of time here, but uh, is there yeah. anything else that you like advice that you would give someone new, new window cleaner, you know, their experience, but they're trying to, to do different things. They want to grow. They want this to become more than what it is. What kind of advice would you, you give to someone in that situation? It, well, it depends on, on what they want. If, if they want just some side money, like the, like my friend who taught me, he just did it to put himself through school with no debt. Just fantastic. And Hey, go for it. Do it. Uh, if you, if you are thinking about having this turn into a business, you got to be looking at, um, where you want to be in a few years because mm -hmm. a few years happens overnight. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I, I don't understand this, but I, I hear that people are very prideful and they won't take advice from anyone. I, <laughs> to me, that sounds very painful. Why would I yeah. go bump my head on the same <laughs> wall that others have and I can learn from them? That, that doesn't sound smart to me. So yeah. I'd rather have less pain than more pain. And so I'll learn from other people's dumb choices. And, right. and then I can teach other people my dumb mistakes that they don't have to repeat. I'd rather put that energy into growing Hey, so yeah, uh, swallow your pride. <laughs> Even I mean, everybody has something you can, you can learn, you can learn something from everybody. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, the people that are in the, that have been doing it longer than you, they have stuff to teach you. Um, it's very important to know that you have been an employee your whole life, most likely. So your brain has to change Yes, in ways you don't know yet. So <laughs> You need to read and network and that's that's why networking is really important and and communicating with people who have been around longer doing things better and or who are just willing to help love it love it yeah the, the other thing too um uh with what you were saying uh now i'm forgetting my point that i had um making dumb decisions oh yeah advice, advice. <laughs> so, it, so advice, yeah. If, you, if you ask for advice then follow then follow it you know even if it's just temporary even if it you know you're not sure yeah. it's gonna work but try it try it out i my biggest pet peeve is someone will ask time for me and they wanted to pick my brain so i'll i'll take time out of my schedule out of my time yeah. that i would normally give to my family talk with them give them the advice that they're asking for and then the next thing here they did just the opposite you know, <laughs> know like, yeah why, why did you have me, you know, come and do now I, I get it. My, just because I gave advice doesn't mean it's the one that works, but uh, I, I would hope that if they're asking me, it's because they, they value my opinion and they recognize, you know, been in the business a long time. I've probably seen what they've, what they've gone through. Um, you know, it's like, if, if you're not going to follow through on the advice, then don't ask me, <laughs> then don't take yeah. my time. You know, like I said, it doesn't have to be long-term. But just maybe just for a second, you know, just for, you know, try it out once or twice and and just test it out, test the waters, you know, because uh, I, I just, I'll just give one instance. I had a young guy who asked me about water fed and he's a trad guy mostly. And I said, well, you know, I, I wouldn't go buy any water fed until you absolutely need, do you have a project coming up? And he's like, no, yeah. no, I just want to, I just want to have it. So in case I do get a project, and I said, well, why don't, why don't <laughs> everybody, you just wait? Yeah. 
yeah, why don't you just wait till you get the project? That's a lot of, that's a big investment, you know, and you're a small yeah. company. That's a, a big amount of money you're pulling out for something that may just sit in the corner of your office for, you know, a year until you get to use it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Next day. Hey, I bought this water fed system. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like if you could shave off 30% oh. of your time and justify yeah. that purchase yeah. and you have the jobs already, yeah. then maybe. Yeah. yeah. If I can get extra amount and then I have the, I have the equipment paid for in a week or two. Yes. And now I can move faster, Absolutely. 30% more, which means I can book more jobs. And then soon in a certain amount of time I can hire. Okay. I can, yes. I can see that, but, but profitability, no. <laughs> profitability, the, the majority of profitability is making the decisions at the right time. Yeah. That's, that's the key because like, if you're going to go put it on a credit card, you're not just paying for that thing. You're paying for the interest on that credit card. But like yeah. you said, if you work it out where you you've now waited until you have a, a a job that is going to pay for that system, uh-huh. both in in the the amount you make on that job, but also in the time saved on that job. Yeah. Now you're not paying interest. Now it's totally worth that investment. You know. But yeah. The same the same exact purchase at the wrong time can hurt your business. And, and anyways, that's that's a cycle. But the just the the advice just if you can ask for advice take it you know if you yeah. ask advice follow through test it out at least even if you have some doubts about it because there's probably a reason why that person gave you that advice you know business yeah so. and i'm helping that carpet guy that i got that was on the phone with right before this call and i'm gonna i'm probably just i'm i'm planning on not charging him i don't know how bad it is but um he wants to learn carpet repair so i'm gonna go help him with the job and I don't know if he's going to be interested. He says he is, but we'll see. You know, that's just, I take time out of my day to help him and hopefully he appreciates it. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I absolutely appreciate you taking time out of your day to do this interview. Thank you so much, Jared. Oh, and yeah, thanks again Thank for you. all your contributions in ITF. I always appreciate your comments and you're always very encouraging touch in. <laughs> when someone asks uh, a question. So, yeah, no, I appreciate it. it it's the networking has really helped me a lot too. So I can, I can give back for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you. I hope everything's going well with your family and, and yeah. wish you continue growth in your business. Thank you. You too. And someday I'll visit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get that lunch in for sure. We're coming back but, out. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you Flomies for listening. We appreciate all of you, what you guys do. Thanks so much. Uh, please listen in. We're going to be having our, uh, year end uh, the Flomi roundtable that we do at the end of the year plus the Flomi of the year awards that's coming up so you want to listen to the next episode but thank you guys you guys have a great day and as always flow on <laughs>